0: Hello and welcome back to the Sports Brief Podcast. Excited for this week's episode. Uh, had a week gone, everybody. Uh, you know, we, we lost a legend in Kobe Bryant, so uh, we thought it was time to, uh, well, it was appropriate to really just take a week off, uh, let everybody reflect on it. Um, had a major effect on a lot of people, and plus, I mean, I think it was about also remembering uh, all nine people that tragically passed in the helicopter crash not just Kobe and his daughter um Gigi it, it was really about uh taking a week off so uh excited to be back excited to be doing what we love again um Tristan how is your life going
1: it's going well um hugging the people I love mm-hmm. uh, I'm excited to, uh Get back after this thing and get another episode out.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't think I could have asked that any more awkwardly. Like I really don't. Like uh, that was probably top three <laughs> most awkward ways I've act. I've asked. That. How is your life going? Like that's that's more like psychiatrist. Like, dude, what are you doing? Um, so uh, a couple different things here to talk about. Um, you know, obviously we're going to talk about uh, Kobe and everything, but we're also going to give you a little bit of uh, Super Bowl reactions. Uh, shockingly, or not shockingly, the uh, Kansas City Chiefs beat the. 49ers yesterday, 31 to 20 in the Super Bowl uh, 53, 54, whatever it was. Um, And before we do that, actually, we got to give you a quick shout-out and and a thank you to to Minnesota Nice Marketing Company. Um, Did you guys know that in today's world, website credibility judgments are 75% based on overall aesthetics, which means the design and functionality of your website are more important than ever. First impressions are 94% design-related. This is where Minnesota Nice Marketing comes into the picture. Minnesota Nice Marketing exists to help small businesses create a collaborative web and mobile page that is easy to understand, is affordable, and helps you be found and seen online. Be sure to visit www.MinnesotaNiceMarketing.com to get your free quote for your website or website design. And remember, 85% of adults think that a company's mobile website should be as good or better than their desktop website. Um, Speaking of websites... The Sports brief Pod- Podcast just came out with our own very little website. Uh, guys, be sure to go ahead and visit it. Remember that, hey, this has all of our latest episodes as well as uh, our merchandise and everything. It's the thesportsbreathpodcast.com. Be sure to check it out right after this episode uh you know it's got like i said it's got all of our latest episodes uh soundcloud uh you know apple uh podcasts and itunes all that jazz um and of course youtube and that's one thing i kind of want to talk about before we get into this as well remember hey you guys can listen to us on soundcloud itunes and everything as well um remember to subscribe the weekly sporting takes brought to you by the sports speed podcast uh and uh, also watch us on youtube uh maybe you just guys like to watch stuff instead of listen to it so with that long segment done of thanks and uh you know Happy to be back. Uh, let's jump right into the Super Bowl now. I cannot believe how that thing unfolded. Tristan, uh, what how, what, what was your reaction? I
1: was very surprised at Kyle Shanahan's lack of aggressiveness in the first half, especially the last couple minutes of the first half. Um, the 49ers got the ball with a minute 50, Uh, before halftime, and you think they're going to be aggressive and try to get points because they get the ball. I believe they got the ball after half, too. And so you think, might not get more points while you have a chance. And he came out with two running plays and burned a lot of clock, didn't use any timeouts. They ended up giving the ball back to the Kansas City Chiefs before halftime with a good dang near a minute left. Mm -hmm. So I think his lack of aggressiveness cost him, left a few points on the board that could have been on the board. I mean, granted – there was that George Kittle catch that they called offensive pass interference on, which I won't go into that. It could have gone either way, but yeah. no matter which way it goes, it's not the right call anymore. So, uh,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> But I thought it was a hell of a play by George Kittle. I didn't think it should have been called. I don't think there was a whole lot of contact there, mm-hmm. but there was enough to warrant a flag for sure. But, yeah. um, wow, the Kansas City Chiefs in the second half. Uh, I do think... Um, well, first of all, I want to congratulate Andy Reid. Um, this dude—he's been waiting so long for a Super Bowl, and I'm so glad he finally got it. He deserved it. Now we can go get that fast food buffet at the White House. Uh, <laughs> but his play calling was so aggressive in the first half, going for it twice on fourth down and picking him up both times. I loved it. I loved everything about it. Getting seven points instead of three points—it um, just showed he was—he's there to win it. He's not there to play to, to play to lose. He's there to or play to play not to lose. He's there to play to win, and it really showed. And uh, Patrick Mahomes had a bit of a shaky first half. Uh, didn't play the best football his first half. Played a really good second half. Extended plays. One thing I told, I said that the Chiefs needed to do to uh, be successful was to protect Patrick Mahomes. And I didn't even think the Chiefs offensive line did that well. I thought they got obliterated by the 49ers pass rush the whole game.
0: Joey but it was
1: Patrick. Yeah, it was Mahomes' raw ability to escape, extend the play. It was just, it was unbelievable, and his rushing yards. Um, he lost about 30 rushing yards at the end of the game with those kneel downs he took. But yeah, uh, yeah, he had a very good game, extending plays, and that's just what he does. And the better team won, in my opinion. The better coach won. Mm-hmm. Kyle Shanahan is now the king at blowing Super Bowl leads. <laughs> uh, but yeah, just really happy for the Chiefs and Andy Reid. They definitely deserved it. However, I do think <clears throat> Damian. Williams, the Chiefs running back, should have won Super Bowl MVP. Um, nothing against Mahomes. Mahomes had a great game. But Damian Williams was their constant throughout the whole game. Mm-hmm. He was he was reliable the whole game. He didn't turn the ball over. Mahomes turned the ball over. He scored two touchdowns, one rushing, one receiving, and had 100 rushing yards. Mm-hmm. So he had a very good game. I think he should have won Super Bowl MVP. But Mahomes, I can't uh, discredit what he did. It was a hell of a game. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, I uh it was kinda crazy. Like I was expecting the Chiefs to put up a little bit more points in the first half, but I mean I mean it's the forty ers defense, so it wasn't exactly shocking that they'd only put up ten, so you know, when I was coming, watching the first half, I'm thinking, okay, my my original Super Bowl score prediction was 24-23, and it was looking pretty good with about mm. five minutes left to go. And then, well, the Chiefs had to, you know, I think it was, no, it was the 49ers that didn't kick a field goal, to, so they would get 23, and then the Chiefs would, you know, were down, uh, I think, three at that point and went to score a touchdown. I just, the one thing I took away from this game, actually, I want to rewind a little, a little bit back, too, and I actually want to give, you know, like you said, Andy Reid, that was the only reason I was ever really going for the Chiefs. Nothing against Kyle Shanahan or the 49ers, uh, even though not, they beat the Vikings and the Packers. I just wanted a class act in and Andy Reid to get his first Super Bowl, and I think it was well-deserved. And it, it goes to show that hard work does pay off. It might be a long, it might be a painful, and, and sometimes uh, almost discour- or like really discouraging road. But at the end of it, there is success that can be found through hard work and dedication and uh really continuing to persevere so i absolutely ecstatic that uh you know mr reed could get his super bowl uh, absolutely deserved it uh about the the buffet thing uh i don't know i hope he does uh, i hope he did go out and just absolutely you know eat his heart out cuz hey he earned it uh 61 years old i think he has the he before he won the super bowl he had the most wins without a super bowl yeah, win yeah. so um i think that's a truly a storybook ending and then when you kind of throw in the fact that uh, Patrick Mahomes played the way he did towards the end of the fourth quarter there. I mean it was it was bound to happen. And the, about the Damian Williams thing, um I do think that he, he does deserve some recognition, but I don't know if I'm going to go with you as Super Bowl MVP here. And mm-hmm. the reason is, uh yes, he did catch a touchdown and he did run for a touchdown that iced the game, but, but Patrick Mahomes, 3rd and 15, throws a 44-yard bomb to Tyreek mm-hmm. Hill that basically saves the Chiefs' chances. And then mm-hmm. aside from that, I think there was a touchdown pass to Travis Kelsey that gets it back in it, runs one in. Uh, and really he was the reason the Chiefs were in that ball game. Like I Damian Williams, I'm not gonna take anything away from the guy. He absolutely ran his heart out and he sealed the game for him at the end with that 30 something yard touchdown run. Yeah, it was it was a great thing to see. And I think a lot of people almost thought that when, you know, Kareem Hunt left that they didn't know if Damian Williams was gonna be able to shoulder the load. And you know, he wasn't a thousand yard running back, but he was. He should have been in the conversation for MVP. But I do. I do. I do think that they got it right with Patrick Mahomes. Um, and like I said, it was something that I really. Uh, I was really ecstatic to see. And you know, it's you know, it w- was it not probably one of the better Super Bowls we've watched.
1: Yeah, for sure. It was definitely better than last year's. I'll tell you yeah. that.
0: Like, <laughs> like seriously, like it, number one, it didn't have the Patriots, so everybody was happy about that. Me, yes. I'm kind of like, meh. Thank you, you know? Tennessee. Yes. And and at the end of the day. No team – I think the, the 49ers gave the Chiefs everything they had. And, you know, at the when I, if I'm the 49ers, I probably would have ran the ball a little bit more, um, to, especially towards the end when they had a three-point lead. Uh, but at the same time, Jimmy G was like, what, 12 of 13? you know, uh, Excuse me, 12 of 14, 13 of 14 with play-action passes, and he was zinging it. He was playing pretty well. So I can understand the play call. But when you have a lead – especially in the Super Bowl, and you're getting those reverses that are going literally for 10 yards a pop. And you had a you know, second and five, I believe I saw. And uh, you know I watched the ESPN this morning, and I absolutely agree with a lot of the analysts on what they were saying as far as you know, running the football. And I think that's the reason why the Chiefs were able to come back because Mahomes is every bit uh, – I'm not going to say he is right now the, the legend of Aaron Rodgers, but he's one of those quarterbacks just like Aaron Rodgers. You cannot give that man that much time. Like, he mm-hmm. will pick you apart. He proved it with the, what he did to Tyreek Hill. Um, let's see. Most surprising thing about the Super Bowl?
1: Shoot. I think the most surprising thing to me was the way Kyle Shanahan elected to stop running the football at the end of the game
0: mm-hmm.
1: and try to put it in Jimmy G's hands when running the football is working for you the whole game. Like you were saying, they were getting 10 yards a pop after the, the, uh, the reverses and the, the sweeps. Um, I think that was a big mistake on his part, trying to put the game into Jimmy Garoppolo's hands, because I mean, this is his first time. I mean, yeah, he's, he's won a, a Super Bowl or two sitting on the bench behind Tom Brady, but Yuck. this is his first time under the big lights. You don't want to throw him in there, make him throw. I think his stats from the fourth quarter were like 2 of 11. His passer rating was like a 2.8 in the yep. fourth quarter, and he threw a pick, and he got sacked a couple times, so... He did not perform well under pressure in the fourth quarter. And that's ultimately the reason they lost the game, I think.
0: Yeah. For me, the most shocking thing, obviously, the Kyle Shanahan not running the football thing. I, I mentioned that. But it looked to me at a certain point of the game, Patrick Mahomes almost looked playing scared. Like, he looked like, especially late in the fourth, third quarter, you know, right before he somehow – uh, went went and won the game for the Chiefs. Like he looked like he had, he had never been in that position before. He had, had a bad game through a couple of picks. Uh, that 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 interception that he threw to uh, uh, that ended up getting picked off because he threw it behind Tyreek Hill. That was his fault. He should have allowed him a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know the first one obviously I think he was just trying to thread the needle there um, and over Wagner. And at the end of the day he 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 was having a bad game, but to see him bounce back the way that he did against the number two defense in the NFL, you know, that really surprised me. Like, I again, I would say, you know, if he was going against his own defense in the Chiefs, it probably wouldn't, you know, wouldn't shock me because it's, it's Mahomes. Like, he's one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL right now, if not the best. And I do believe that with that performance, I think now we're going to have to it, – it shifted to us seeing that I would say he is the best quarterback in the NFL right now because of, you know, uh, youth uh, – you know, ability, talent, all that jazz, and, you know, athletic ability. And, I mean, he's not in the conversation yet to best ever do it. He's only got one Super Bowl in three seasons under his belt. But we're looking at him a lot differently, are we not?
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. I wouldn't – it's not far-fetched to say he's the best – he's playing the best football at the quarterback position right now. Um, I can't really think of anybody who's playing better quarterback than him. Uh, Rogers didn't have a good year. I mean, he did have a good year statistically, but mm-hmm. not – not according to his standards. Not according to his standards, which is ridiculous. Yeah. But um Mahomes, yeah, he's he's playing at another level right now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um and you know, for me, when I'm looking at this, I truly believe that with time, Mahomes, if he continues in the current path he does, I think he could win more Super Bowls than Tom Brady. Because oh, yeah. because he's got he's got the coach, but mm-hmm. there's a big if there. If he can t- keep Tyreek Hill, if he can keep Travis Kelsey. Um, keep McCole Hardman, keep Samuel. If you keep some good wide receivers there, I seriously don't see a defense that can stop this guy. Like mm-hmm. from top to bottom, I just don't believe that there is a defense that can really slow down Patrick Mahomes. But um, do you want to add anything else uh, before we go into the our final? Uh, you know, uh, head into our, our segment as we dedicate the rest of this episode to Kobe. Uh, do you? Do you want to say anything about the Super Bowl?
1: No, but I agree with you. I agree. The pay, uh, the uh, the Kansas City Chiefs are going to be the New, new- the new New England Patriots. I think of our generation. I think, mm-hmm. I think, Patty. I mean, if they keep the talent around him that he's got right now, and continue to build the offensive line and the defense through the draft, signing free agents, no matter what, as long as they keep those weapons, I think he's probably going to be looking at a couple more Super Bowls in the next few years,
0: probably. <laughs> Yeah, so,
1: exactly. We'll see. We'll see what happens. It's going to be scary if they can keep everything
0: around him. I mean, they're contenders with him at quarterback no matter what. So, in, in my opinion, at least, even if their defense and their offensive line stay the same because, uh, I mean, they just won the Super Bowl. So, um, now um, we need to have a, a gigantic shove into uh, into the loss of Kobe Bryant here. Um, you know, I think, I think I can speak for all of us when I say this is probably one of the most shocking – deaths um, that we've seen uh not even in just sports, but maybe in just overall life, that, like the most like, wow, like that's like the bombshell hit. And it was on Twitter, TMZ, all that jazz. And it was just, it's a tough thing. Um What were you doing? Like I, this is something I think I'm always going to remember where I was. Um, where I was were watch- you? Uh,
1: I was watching the, I was watching like a lead up to the Pro Bowl, I think. Mm-hmm. Or something like that. And then, uh, one of my friends sent me a screenshot of TMZ's tweet that Kobe Bryant died in a helicopter crash, and immediately everybody on there said fake, fake mm-hmm. news. No, yeah. none of us believe it. So I follow TMZ on Twitter, so I got on Twitter. Look at TMZ's page. They said that Kobe Bryant had been had died in a helicopter crash, along with five others. Um, at the end of when we're done talking about all this, all that, all of this, I'd like to kind of go off a little bit on TMZ. Yeah, but not right now. Um. But yeah, it was just ridiculous. And then it wasn't at least for another hour that it was actually confirmed by reputable sources that mm. it was, in fact, Kobe Bryant and a few others. And it didn't even, I don't think, um, yeah, it was absolutely ridiculous. It was crazy. most shocking thing that has happened in the sports world, um, as long as I can remember, I think, mm. Uh yeah, it's just absolutely crazy. You never think something like that's going to happen and then when it does, you just can't believe it.
0: Mm-hmm. I will uh, I'll never forget where I was. Uh, I was sitting actually in the chair right across from here. And uh right across from myself and I remember sitting there and I was on I was on Twitter and I was scrolling through and you know talking to my girlfriend Alyssa and I said, "Alyssa, I think Kobe Bryant just passed away." And she goes, "No way. Dude, that's that's got to be fake." Like, there's no way that's real and I was like, list, I don't know TMZ you know blue check mark and everything verified account says that he literally passed away um in, in a horrific helicopter crash with a lung. you know, I don't think they had the number of people reported at that time uh you know they don't think they had the correct number I know uh, there were speculations about four daughters, three daughters or whoever you know there was so many you know stuff going on but I mean it was the fact that I mean Kobe had passed and I remember just thinking that I just I sat there like you know, again, I didn't know Kobe Bryant. I didn't I didn't ever meet him. I didn't ever, you know, sit down and have dinner with him. None of that. But Kobe meant so much to this world uh, in terms of – and other than just sports. I mean, a love for sports for a lot of people other than myself. And he meant a lot to people that he loved and everything. So seeing this, like there's no other way to react other than to be just like – just like drowning and just sitting there. And like you, you can't believe like the – what is happening like it it felt like a nightmare like truly Mm. it felt like wow my favorite player of all time in any sport is gone and you know i think it, it puts life into perspective a little bit for myself and again that's why we i think that it was wise for us to be able to go out and wait a week to do an episode especially for you know out of respect for all nine victims not just kobe but for somebody that meant so much to not just the sporting world but to both of us i think you know i think it was uh you know it's it's just devastating, you know. And I just reach out to the family, prayers and everything, out to the families and uh, of all nine victims. And it's just, it's something that you wouldn't, uh, you just, just, just so shocked that it's something that I don't think anybody will ever forget um, where they were at. And I'll let you go off on TMZ a little bit later. But I think with something we need to, we need to bring up here. You know, uh, let's let's put a little bit of positive spin on this. Favorite memory of Kobe Bryant. Um, do you, like, was there a specific something that, you know, a memory that just stuck out to you that you'll never forget?
1: I won't have as good of one as you because I haven't, never was a Lakers fan and I never really watched a whole lot of Kobe Bryant. I did watch his whole final game. Mm -hmm. Um, but my favorite memory of him, I don't know when I played NBA 2K, uh, before that, I mean, back when I was in middle school. I would always play as the Los Angeles Lakers because I could be Kobe Bryant. And yeah. there was a shot I would hit that people would get so pissed at me. That I thought it was a cheat code when you're running full speed to the corner of the three-point line. Yeah. You can hit a three-pointer fading away out of bounds. I was like, no, you can't do that. I'm just like, it's Kobe Bryant, man. Like, <laughs> It's Kobe. You can't stop it. But other than that, it's got to be his last game for me. Um I know there's a lot more that you'll go into probably, but I didn't watch a whole lot of him. But just the way he went off and looked like him, his old self in that game yeah. and with his family there and just all the emotion and the back and forth he had with his family and all the, the fan reactions to his game winner, game tire, and his speech at the end. It was just – it was everything. It was huge. It was everything he deserved and even more with the 60-point game and – I'm just so glad he could go out on such a high note. I'm so glad that he was able. I mean, it would have been damn cool if they won the finals, but uh, to be able to go out on a game like that, you can't ask for much better. And with your family and your daughters there, it was just, it was really special.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, Personally, when people ask me, you know, I was on a a podcast with Corey Foss a couple weeks ago, and he asked me, you know, we talked about it. He goes, what was your favorite memory? I don't think there's one favorite memory I could point to. I think it was, uh, the profound fact of really what kobe bryant meant to so many people and it wasn't just the way he played it was his attitude uh and you know there was a a picture that came out uh and he was interviewed about it and i think he had a big shot or had a dunk on somebody and you could just see him grit his teeth like it was it was that attitude that just made him so fun to watch um and it was i was actually in seventh grade i had no business playing or watching basketball. That's how bad I was at basketball and am at basketball for that matter. I remember in 6th grade I had no business ever even picking up a basketball and I but then but then I watched Kobe. And you know when I watched Kobe I was it was literally he got angry at one point and just dunked over somebody and then he came back and hit a 3 and he, then he came back and swatted a guy. I was like I asked my stepdad I was like, dad who is this guy? Like who is He and he goes it's kobe bryant and from that moment on a guy that loves sports as much as i do was born and i i was able to appreciate the game for not just for what he brought to the game or what any player brings to the game but in that we really are you do really create memories you create a lot of these unforgettable uh vibrant uh things that you just you you don't get and i think that's what a lot of sports does for you and kobe bryant was the guy that he was our generation's michael jordan Mm -hmm. and i'm not saying he was good as michael uh i don't i don't know that's a discussion for another time but he was the closest thing that we had to a michael jordan and just being able to truly witness that and 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 grow up with that even though you know during the last couple of years i think people forget yeah his field goal percentage went way down but the guy was just trying to beat michael that's all he ever wanted to do. He ever he just wanted to beat Michael on the scoring list. So all those shots that he took, he was just trying to set the record straight that he was better than Michael. And perhaps he was. I don't know, but I do know that you know for me and a lot of other people, just watching him and the way that he was able to conduct himself, the way that he played, the passion, the drive, the work ethic, just Kobe Bryant, you know. And as far as a favorite memory, I oh when I played with Kobe with two K. I think literally this is how old I started playing Kobe with when it was two, when I was in sixth grade, I started my dad had this PlayStation um, and it was uh, like literally P just PlayStation, no PS one, just PlayStation old time. Like seriously, graphics were awful. And I, I turned on the game. This is after I found out who Kobe Bryant was. I turned on the game and I cherry picked with Kobe. I literally, I had Kobe scoring 80 points a game. He was grabbing, he was literally having like, like, Five in 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 five separate categories, double fit, double digit figures. I'm like, what is that? A sin? A, I don't even a quadruple double. I don't know what it is. A yeah. cinquenta uh, double, whatever it is. I I don't know what it is, but I literally, uh, it was Kobe Bryant. So it was Kobe Bryant, Shaq, Glenn Rice, uh, Robert Horry, Derek Fisher, Rick Fox. Literally all those guys. I I went undefeated the entire season and, and I just tore it up because it, it was Kobe Bryant. And then uh, NBA, I think it was two K. 2k 10 or 11 came out and had Kobe Bryant on the front and I did the same thing he averaged 85 points a game because I would play as the other guys and I would back him off so he could shoot a three and I absolutely it was just Kobe, like that was that's what Kobe truly meant and I think it was uh truly something to remember by you know just being able to play as him and you know obviously uh he was. We're just gonna miss him. I think that's the only way that we can, obviously, say anything about it. So I'm glad that we took this week to, uh, you know, be able to come back from it and, uh, you know, just. I wanted to gather my thoughts. I wanted to send the man out right with my, you know, let him know that, that you know, I, the reason I, you know, I love have a deep love for sports was uh, it start. It, he was a big reason as to why, it was because of his legend, because of what he brought to the game, and um, and I'm gonna miss him. I'm gonna miss. Uh, I'm I, I'm gonna show my kids. What Kobe Bryant meant to the game. I'm going to show him the 60 point game, which, by the way, I missed. I'm so disappointed in myself. I missed the original 60 point game, but I went back and watched it. I know that's not as good as for somebody that's an actual Lakers fan, but I absolutely will always love Kobe Bryant and everything that he brought to the game. Um, And and, and with that, you know, obviously, uh, you know, we've covered it. You know, Kobe was our generation's Michael, um, but I still think that. He's going. He's obviously going to go into the Hall of Fame and all that. But I mean, can we really? Well, I I don't think. I think it's safe to say we'll never see a player like Kobe again.
1: Yeah, you're right. Probably not.
0: And I mean, Kobe was his own thing with Michael Jordan. Obviously, like my Kobe emulated Jordan. Like Kobe was, you know, so obsessed with Jordan that it was it was crazy. By the way, if you think that Michael Jordan uh, isn't the greatest of all time, I don't. Like I I don't have enough air in my body to try to explain to you because like look at the amount of three pointers that the man took and look at you know the three pointers that Steph takes or Kobe takes. Literally it, it's crazy to see that little the, the three point shot didn't even matter. He just wanted to go in and he was gonna dunk on people, he was gonna embarrass them. Like if I'm telling you, if Michael Jordan put up as many three pointers as Kobe or or Steph for that matter, it would have been the scoring would have been way different. That's all I wanted to say about that. Um but no, Kobe meant so much um, to everybody and not just uh, and not just me, not just uh, and not just the Lakers or his family. It was just it, it, and for me, it was three days of seeing posts of it. And I just like a nightmare, man. You just you can't get over it. Um, so with that, let's kind of talk about uh, this next thing with Kobe, you know, because, uh, again, this the second portion of this and most of this episode is is dedicated to is to Kobe. So, um, you know, and we're going to call it. Thank you, Kobe for really because of you know just what he did and you know who he was um for me uh, I know what Kobe meant to me when it comes to being in the game but Tristan what did you know you weren't a big fan of him but what what did Kobe mean to you and what do you think he meant to the game as far as just what did he bring to it that was different
1: as far as what he went to what he meant to me myself um one thing i always took away from his game and outside of his game was his work ethic mm-hmm. um no matter what I always, everybody always tells you to have the Mamba mentality, and that's because of Kobe. Kobe worked hard at everything he did, whether he was in the weight room, on the court, being a dad, brushing his teeth. He probably worked pretty hard at it. Um, <laughs>
0: yeah. He probably
1: gave, a, he gave 100% in everything, I think. And yeah. I think that's really important. And I think in today's day and age, that's that needs to be stressed a lot more, to give give your best effort, have mm-hmm. that Mamba, men- Mamba mentality in everything you do. But as far as what he meant for the game of basketball, like you said, he was our generation's Michael Jordan, mm-hmm. uh, for sure. I mean, there was Michael Jordan. There was Kobe Bryant. Now there's LeBron James, and that's coming to an end. Yeah. Um, so we'll see who's next. People think it's going to be Zion. I don't. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but we'll see. Kobe just, to be that good for so long, it just it's different. You don't see those. And each one of them has a different play style. Um, but Kobe plays quite similar to Michael Jordan, um, but yeah, it was just amazing to be able to watch him. The times I was able to watch him, uh, he's just a different player. He's got a different attitude, different, different fire to him when he's when he's amped up. He's yeah. uh, he's somebody that anybody'd be scared of, no matter who you are.
0: Yeah, you don't want to mentioned- no, and it's funny you mentioned Kobe being, you know, hyped up and everything. I think they were playing the Hornets, and I think this was the year they beat, uh, the Lakers beat, uh, I want to say it was um, the Magic to win the uh, to win the series. And I remember, you know, we're sitting there. I think the, the Lakers are good, uh, the victims of a 6-0 run by the Hornets or something, and I'm sitting there like, wow, you know, uh, wow, like the Lakers might actually lose this game. And my stepdad goes over and he goes, you don't make Kobe mad. And literally, as the man said that, Kobe ran over and jumped over two guys and dunked on the middle of them. And then my immediate loss of doubt, or excuse me, the immediate loss of doubt in Kobe it was it was just an instant because like it was at that point I was like I can actually never doubt this guy again. And it was uh, that was really what tri- I think it, it, tr- it tr- triculated into a sixty-point game because I, again I missed it so, but I went back and watched the highlights. Everybody in the building knew that the man was going to get the ball. So, I mean, when he went off for 60, I was, uh, and just looking at what that moment meant, like, I just, I think that's what, that's the best look. That's the best, that's how you, that's how it was meant to be capped off with that performance right there. Um, what did you want to go off with TMZ about? Because I know I could see that there was a little growl in you in there that you really wanted to get it out. So, what, what did you want to really want to say about TMZ?
1: So, I just thought the way they, uh, So, I follow TMZ on Twitter. Um, I know that their big thing is to get get the news out first to everybody, you know, to be the first ones that you hear it from. That's kind of why they're so famous um, and why people follow them. Because you always hear from TMZ before you hear from anybody else. Mm -hmm. But TMZ reported that Kobe Bryant was dead before Vanessa and his family were even informed about it. Um. So when you saw it on TMZ and I saw it on TMZ, we knew Kobe was, or we had a good idea Kobe Bryant had passed away. And his wife probably had, probably wasn't sure because yeah. she was probably on her way up to the, the scene and she didn't know. And America knew already that your husband has passed away. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and I know that in that press conference that the sheriff department had, they, they also ripped TMZ a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't be saying stuff like that before it's been confirmed by law enforcement um i don't know at least the family needs to be informed before anybody um but for them to just come out and do that just for the publicity just to be they just had to be the first ones that you had to hear it from them first i think it's just i think that's just a lack of respect and they just do it did it for the clicks and did it for the ratings and uh, that was definitely super unprofessional on TMZ's part, and I think whoever uh, is responsible for that should be should have been fired. I hope they got fired um, wow. because you don't do stuff like that.
0: Mm-hmm. I can actually agree with you uh, to some extent here. I do believe you know, going into a situation like that, you have to know your platforms. That's one of the first things they taught us. And this is going to sound pretty uh, cliche, but in writer school, like that's literally the first thing. You have to know your audience. You have to know your platforms. uh, You have to know your story. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, looking at that, I was sitting there. I'm thinking, okay, um, you know, when TMZ reported it and then literally, what was it? Three or four other stations so-called confirmed it. And there were, you know, but there was, you know, things saying, you know, it was one daughter, all of his daughters, all that. Just I didn't know what to believe and I think I saw a tweet later that day that you know a lot of those a lot of those people at those news stations should be fired and I'm not I'm not here to judge people because I believe I've made mistakes and um but I can see why people were upset Mm -hmm. and when something that catastrophic and devastating happens you have to be able to calibrate. you have to be able to make sure that you get the story out the right way and I will say that I don't think it was put out the right way not just because of you know uh, you know w- with what happened with the family, but the entire situation. All nine victims, keep in mind. Yeah, everybody you know is gonna remember remember that it was Kobe Bryant that passed away, but these other seven people, other than him and Gigi, that passed away. It's it's really a travesty to them. And I mm-hmm. know again, it's Kobe Bryant. People are gonna remember him, and not all those those all all those other people. But just hearing that is uh, over especially social media is one of the hardest things It's something I don't wish on anybody when I was a sophomore in college I lost my one of my best friends from high school um and you know I think about him every day I, there's not a day that goes by that I don't think about him and I saw a social media post I didn't I, I, nobody called me nobody texted me I saw it off of social media and for for me to do that you know at first I didn't think anything about it you know I thought it was just my buddy expressing his love for him and um Really just putting it out there, you know, letting people know. And I get that, but knowing what the effect that it has on people and knowing that it's very, it can be very misconstrued, not only, but it's also the fact that people deserve to know by a phone call. And if you can face-to-face, and I'll never forget, Amy Schmidt, she called me up. We just got done playing Waldorf. We beat him. And, uh those words came out of her mouth and it was just devastation. Like I, so for And that was just, you know, my, one of my best friends from high school, this was a national icon. This was a, a guy that had a family, had a girls, had everything. In that situation, I think it could have been handled by everybody better, not just TMZ. I, I think that looking at this, not only because it was Kobe, but because of everything that happened, it's unfortunate that it's, it, it came down to that, that it was a lot of people, some people that were famous and some people that weren't. But it doesn't matter. It's a situation where you have so many people, so many families involved in this thing that it's it's like you are walking on eggshells. It is something that you have to keep in mind that this might be something that could blow up. And I like I said, I just you're you probably right. it probably wasn't handled the right way. I agree that it wasn't handled the right way. excuse me. it was not handled the right way. And for the rest of us trying to pick up the pieces right now, um, I truly believe that it's it's, it's probably warranted that a lot of people are frustrated. It's, it's understandable that a lot of people are frustrated. And what about this? There were a lot of games that were canceled because of Kobe. Did you agree with that, by the way?
1: Oh, yeah. I thought all the games on Sunday should have been postponed.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, I
1: thought I was even – I even tweeted that the Pro Bowl should have been canceled. Yes. Because they, everybody in the stadium literally found out about that, what, an hour before the Pro Bowl started? Two hours yeah. before the Pro Bowl started? So I didn't even, I thought players were going to sit out. Yeah. Uh, I th- I didn't even think it was worth playing, and I think all the fans would have understood. I don't think anybody would have been angry about it. I wouldn't have been angry about it. Nope. Um, I wouldn't even care if I got my refund. What's the Pro Bowl, 50 bucks? <laughs> I don't yeah. know. But the Pro Bowl is yeah. a joke anyways. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I think I think they should have canceled or postponed all the sporting events that day. Yeah. um unfortunately they didn't i was really disappointed the
0: nba decided to play the games they played on sunday uh but the support that kobe got was amazing though like the 24 uh, second yeah. shot clock violations the eight-second; those were amazing
1: yeah it was awesome but you could tell players didn't want to play um yeah. everybody was feeling down about it but you know it is what it is they've got a the nba's got a schedule they got to stick to and I'm sure there were some reasons they couldn't postpone if they wanted to, but yeah, I just, I wish that more of the games were postponed or canceled, but yeah, I'm really happy for the support the league has shown him um, and GG and the other families as well. The, the Belly family um, and then the, the, the others, including the pilot. Um, I'm glad that they're getting recognition as they should. Yeah. Um, I just wish that it was more so than what it has been. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's tragic. But, um, yeah, I'm really glad everybody's showing support and uh, games are doing things to honor Kobe Bryant and Gigi. Yeah. Like the NBA All-Star game, they're doing something to honor them or something with the rules.
0: Um, so.
1: they, they said something about the fourth quarter. Um, <clears throat> I think your score at the end of the third quarter, so if you have 80 points, so if it's like 80 to – if it's 80 to 85 at the end of the third quarter, just say – the fourth quarter is untimed, but the first team to score twenty four points in the fourth quarter wins the game right. no matter how many points the other team had. I believe that's the rule for the nBA all star game mm-hmm. uh, You can look make sure I'm accurate, but I know it's untimed and I know they're doing something with twenty four points uh, that's
0: still, that's still pretty cool, regardless and I think we we can't lose and this everybody everybody shot a piece of paper in the trash can and said kobe like that was that was that's everybody's done we can't lose that and i think it's it's imperative that we keep that i saw a tweet about that i i fully support that too and what do you think about i fully support the fact that people are saying we should go to 24 uh instead of 21 too i i'm in full support of that i feel like that's a way cooler anyways like you you miss the game on you show you go back down to eight and i just i think it's way more fitting and for such a you know, for such a legend that it was it, it was it's something that should have been maybe almost done a long time ago but now it definitely should be the new rule. So and I'm yeah. at least going to be playing like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And there's a lot of people petitions flying around about changing the NBA logo to the yeah. to a figure of Kobe Bryant, which I signed. I'm all for it. Um <laughs> I'm sure Jerry West would be 100% cool with it. Uh, yeah. but I think that'd be that'd be well, really Jerry cool. West brought him in. Of course he would be cool. With it. Yeah, yeah, of course he'd be cool with it, and I just think that would be like, that'd be like the the NBA's ultimate show of respect for him. Yeah. Um, but I will it happen? I don't know. I hope something happens. I hope the Lakers put something like on their court permanently. Yeah. <clears throat> like a twenty-four on one side or an eight on the other, or anything. Something. Put something on their jerseys. I know they wore twenty-four patches. Uh, against who they play, the Trailblazers or somebody, somebody. I hope they keep those patches on their jerseys at least the remainder of the season. Um, hopefully, even further than the end of the season. But yeah, I hope that the NBA continues to do things to honor him and what he's done for the game. And um, yeah, I just hope it, it lives on. It won't die. I'm 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 still gonna be on Kobe every time I I throw something at Amy. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see.
0: I think uh, you know, <coughs> legends never die, and Kobe won't ever. You know, I think his legend will never. And I think what he brought to not just the game, but as a family man too. And I think after the, you know his whole scandal thing, like which I'm not even going to get into because it doesn't matter to me. I think we saw a changed man after that. And my it was the one thing my stepdad when he first told me about it too is we saw somebody that genuinely cared for everybody. We saw somebody that uh, was just just so intense, so uh, professional, such a – just such a great person. And plus, I truly believe that that somebody had better watch out for what LeBron is about to do. Like I think when he put out on social media basically that he's got it. Like I'm – if I'm anybody – I feel sorry for anybody that has to guard LeBron James right about now, especially when they head into the playoffs. I'm not saying that the Lakers are going to win – the entire thing, but looking at it, looking moving forward, I do feel sorry uh, for LeBron James and, or uh, excuse me, for anybody that has to guard LeBron James. I think it's going to be something that's fun to watch. But as far as the the thing for Kobe, what about his face in the middle of the court? Wouldn't that just be the most ultimate? Like, like not even like no Lakers symbol it should just be Kobe Bryant's face in the middle of the court. Like, I think I think that would be cool. Like maybe like a little. <laughs> Like a snake too, right? But I don't know for the black woman. I don't know. Like I'm, I'm awful at design. So like, if you people, if you, any of the listeners don't like our thumbnails, I'm the one that designs our thumbnails. If you guys like don't like our thumbnails, please let me know. Please let me know what I can do differently because I'm obviously not a, an artist. Um, but no, Kobe Bryant, uh, he will live on forever, and I, I don't think there's anybody that will, uh, will ever see like him again. So, yeah, uh,
1: dream dream scenario for this NBA season is. LA winning the finals. Yeah. And instead of Kobe's, or instead of, sorry, LeBron, instead of, instead of LeBron screaming, Cleveland, this is for you. I want him to scream, Kobe, this is for you.
0: Yeah. That's, that would be my dream
1: scenario. That? I'd probably freaking cry. And I don't even like yeah. the Lakers. Yeah. It would just be w- epic.
0: I was just gonna say that I like I would legitimately shed a tear. Like I know sports, and that, that's what gets me. Another thing too, like a lot of people saying that you're crying for somebody that you never met. And I mean, I'm not gonna lie, I shed a little bit of a tear when I heard about it because I mean, it was it's more than sports. Like you oh, yeah. obviously, if you don't shed a tear from time to time uh, for someone like that, or just a, a team, or a, was a Vikings fan. There's a lot of Vikings fan that sheds a lot of tears that shed a lot of tears, but that's just how it goes being a Vikings fan. That. If you don't shed a tear for something like that, it's you don't get it. Like this sure. is this is more than sports. I don't think people truly fathom what it's really all about. And I think it's, I, I think it was imperative that people were able to mourn the right way. And it, it's COVID. Like you had to, you had to like almost cry your heart out. So um, I do think that that would I would cry. I know I would have to have tissues watching that game, game seven, whoever they would play, or game six, whatever it would be. Game I wouldn't four. have to game four. Oh, that would be crazy. I would. <laughs> I would use my sleeve at that point. I wouldn't even bother with a tissue. Like I would, I would I'll do the laundry. I wouldn't care. Um, but no, uh, oh man, uh, I still just can't believe that it happened. You know, there's a lot of different things. We were gonna have Caleb on again, this, uh, you know, tonight. But you know, a lot of things happen. He'll be on next week. But by, uh, by the way, so um, let's hear things uh, that we should uh, we close out with. I'm thinking that there's a lot of different things we could say about Kobe. and There's a lot of different... Uh, I mean, comedians. I, I I don't know if you saw this, but Jimmy Fallon, uh, and there's a couple of other ones. Uh, I think it was Conan O'Brien also put out times. Jimmy Fallon told the story about how him and Kobe went uh, went on a beer run together. If you guys don't know that, check it out. Uh, absolutely tear-jerking. Did you see that, Tristan?
1: Uh, Yeah, that's one of the only things I've ever liked by him. But yeah.
0: <laughs> Like, legitimately, that was such a tear-jerker for me because at the end of what he said... Let's go on a run. Like I, uh, you know, I just think it's you know, Hollywood is obviously it's hyped and everything. There's a lot, of, you know, a lot of cool people. So probably something I'll never be a part of because I'm not cool. I'm okay with that. But if, just for that, for the relationships that people build through that, honestly, that's just one of the coolest things. Is that a lot of these people will know Kobe and have these stories about him and with him that um, it will it will truly live on. I uh, if I can't buy. kobe jersey right now i'm i'm gonna try and i'm gonna it's gonna be up on the back wall here pretty soon um i think that's what uh, i think that's what it's it's really meant to be but i was gonna put a Teddy bridgewater jersey up um but it's gonna be a kobe jersey now because of uh everything that the black mamba meant so um yeah that's 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 kobe thank you we we really uh i don't think there's any best way that we can really say thank you other than you know just telling you, you tell everybody you know, what he meant to us and what he did for the game, and uh, you know, I, I just, I think you, I'm, I'm glad you were here for, you know, for us to do this episode, and um, I really think it meant a lot. Was there anything else you want to share about Kobe? You know, kind of before we put a nice, nice little bowl on this. No, I think I don't have anything else to say about that. I just, I just hope it really puts into perspective for a lot of people
1: how uh, everything can can be taken from you so quick, so randomly that uh, you never know what moment's going to be your last. So. You know, take every moment. Don't take anything for granted. Uh Treat every day like it's your last. Uh Tell people you love them. Hug them. Because uh, mm-hmm. you never know. It's just really sad. But,
0: yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Absolutely. Well said, my friend. Um, and with that, we're going to kind of put a cap on this. So tell everybody good night. Um, hey, thank you to well, so
1: all the- we got We got like 30 weeks until football now. So...
0: Yes, that's going to... What do we do? I don't know. <laughs>
1: I don't know we'll we will not over, we'll, have any episodes for a few months, boys. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: we'll, we'll we'll try to talk about basketball. We'll try to about talk about stuff, some other stuff. Uh, don't worry, we'll we'll have a lot of other episodes. Um, we'll, uh, b- greatest quarterback of all time debates of all that kind. So, um, but in the meantime, uh, debates, yeah. Um, but in the Debate. meantime, uh, debates, yeah. We'll bring Ryan on again or something. Um, uh, no, I do think uh, you know we got to put a cap on this. So once again, saying goodbye to legend. Thank you. all the listeners um thank you for everybody that supports us and um most of all thank you kobe